So the second Bible reading is from Matthew chapter 2, from verses 1 through to 12. So Matthew chapter 2, just carrying on from where we read last time. Starting at verse 1. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Well, good evening. Uh, it's great to be with you tonight. Uh, as you've heard, my name is Ollie, and I'm going to be helping us think a little bit about uh, the meaning of Christmas. But as we begin, I'm going to come before God in prayer, so please pray with me. Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you for the joy it is for us to be able to meet together tonight, uh, to spend time together celebrating Christmas and thinking about what its uh, true and deeper meaning is. We ask that as you do, you would uh, help us to understand and to uh, praise your name for it. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as you've heard, we're thinking about the meaning of Christmas tonight. And so, uh, for, particularly for the boys and girls here, I've got some questions I'd like you to attempt to answer for me, but of course, adults can answer them as well. Because I don't know if you've realized this or not, but names have meanings. And so, my name is Ollie, short for Oliver. I went and looked up uh, what the name Oliver means, and what I'd like you to do is put your hand up to vote on which of the options that come up, which one of them you think is the definition for, the meaning for Oliver. And so hands up if you think the name Oliver means handsome man. Hands up, anyone think that that's what, oh good, I see a few smatterings, thank you for your uh, kindness. Uh, what about the second option? Hands up if you think the name Oliver means extremely intelligent. Do we have any takers for that? Oh, a few more takers, thank you. Uh, what about this? Do we think, hands up if you think the name Oliver means peacemaker. And so if you haven't put your hand up yet, yeah, put it up for this one. It is that one, so of course, uh, the name Oliver means peacemaker. But I've got some other uh, options for you or some other questions as well. So what about the name Michelle? 
what do you think the name Michelle means? So hands up if you think the name Michelle means one who loves the musical Hamilton. Hands up if you think that's what the name Michelle means. Uh, what about this? Hands up if you think the name Michelle means one who came from Sydney but now realises Melbourne is much better. Hands up if you think that's what the name Michelle means. And hands up if you think the name Michelle means who is like God. So yes, again, it is that, of course, it is uh, option C. And just one more for you. Uh, what about the name John? What do you think the name John means? So hands up if you think the name John means one who never sleeps. Is that what we think the name John? No, no, take us for that. Uh, what about this? Hands up if you think the name John means one who works his staff so hard that they never sleep. I think for me, it's got to be, that's got to be the answer uh, for me. I probably haven't slept in about two weeks. Uh, hands up if you think that the name John means God is gracious. So hands up if you think that's it. Of course, it's C. I saved the answer to C each time just so I could get my jokes in. Uh, but <laughs> as you can tell, names have meanings. And so today we're thinking about how the, some names in particular give true meaning to Christmas. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because I think we all still want Christmas to have meaning. We all still sense that Christmas is special. And we know that because of what we do at Christmas time. So say, for example, what is Christmas? Well, it's a public holiday. All of the shops close. Everything that can close, closes. Supermarkets, shopping centres, even McDonald's, and they never close. Most of them close. And I think it's because we sense that Christmas is a little bit special. It's a little bit different. And what do we do on that public holiday when everything's closed? Well, we gather together with family. There's a photo of me with some of my family from a little bit ago. We gather together with family. For some of us, it might be the only time in the year where we see our family. If they live overseas or interstate, Christmas time might be the only time we see them. And so why do we gather? Well, because we sense there's something special about Christmas. Christmas is a little bit different. And as we gather together with our family, what do we do? Well, we eat delicious food. We eat special foods, foods we may only eat at Christmas time. Uh, for my family, we eat turkey at Christmas time. It's one of the only times in the year we eat turkey. And now it might be turkey for you, it might be something else, roast pork or roast potatoes, prawns or something else nice. See, we eat special foods at Christmas because we sense that Christmas is a little bit special. It's a little bit different. And so deep down, we all know that Christmas has meaning. And so we look for the meaning in Christmas in family or in food or in relaxation. And now, of course, uh, they're good things to, uh, to enjoy. But what we'll see today is that there's an even deeper meaning to Christmas, an even better meaning to Christmas. And it's all tied up in a name, or in particular, it's all tied up in two names. And so we see the first of those name as, names as our story starts, and it starts with Joseph and Mary, and they're engaged. And I'm sure it's quite an uh, exciting time for them as they celebrate being engaged and as they prepare for their wedding. I still remember the time when Cassie and I were engaged, and it was wonderful as we planned a wedding together and as we planned life together. And I'm sure for Joseph and Mary, there's some of that excitement. But of course, something happens. Joseph realizes that Mary is pregnant. And so he naturally assumes that she's cheated on him. And so uh, in those times, just like today, adultery is one of the worst things you can do to someone. 
And in fact, in those times, the penalty for adultery was death. But Joseph is a merciful man and he doesn't want Mary killed, so he decides to get her divorced quietly. But just as he makes that heartbreaking decision to divorce her, an angel appears. An angel tells him something quite amazing. The angel says this, But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. I mean, imagine how amazing this must have been for Joseph. Imagine how overwhelming it was. It's not every day that an angel appears to you. And it's not every day that the angel then tells you that the baby inside of your fiancé is from the Holy Spirit. It must have been so overwhelming, so amazing for Joseph to hear. But as amazing as it was, what's even more amazing is the name that Joseph's to give to this baby. He's to call the child Jesus, which uh, means to deliver or to rescue. See, Jesus will be the one who delivers, the one who rescues. But you might be thinking, well, so what? We all have names and they all have meanings. What's so special about Jesus and his name? And in a sense, that's true. But what's different about Jesus is that he will actually do what his name means. So as we saw before, my name means peacemaker, but I'm not always a peacemaker, especially when Melbourne's losing in the football. I'm not a peacemaker. And yet, for Jesus, he will do what his name says. But even more amazing is what he will save or deliver, (coughs) excuse me, from. Did you see it in the passage? This is what it says in verse 21. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. See, Christmas has such a deep meaning, because Jesus will deliver us from our sins. Now, our sin is a bit of a culturally distasteful word now, and we, we might have this pitch in our head of sin being uh, something that religious sticklers uh, kind of force on other people to spoil their fun and impose their harsh rules on people, but that's not actually the definition that the Bible gives of sin. It describes sin as our rejection of God, our rebellion against God and all of His goodness, and the way that because of that we hurt other people. It's all of the thoughtless things we've done, all of the selfish things we've done, all of the times we've caused pain to other people. And if we're honest, we all know that we've had times like that. We all know that we've done selfish, thoughtless things and caused pain and harm to others. Because, imagine this, imagine if somehow someone got your whole life and they put it on YouTube. Somehow they got all of the actions you've done, all of the words you've spoken, and even all of the secret thoughts you've had inside of your head, all there on display for anyone to watch. If someone did that, how would you feel? I'm sure that there'd be much that would be uh, quite proud of. Times where we acted with great integrity, times where we were quite honourable, times where we were kind and gracious. There'd be much that we're quite proud of. But I'm sure there'd be much that would be deeply ashamed of. Things that if we knew, others knew it, would just die of shame, die of embarrassment. Things that we just don't want anyone else to know we've done or thought. 
I'm sure even as I'm speaking now, you can think in your head of things that you wouldn't want even your closest friend to know that you've thought or done. I was thinking about this, and if that was the case with me, if my life was put on display, I'd be so embarrassed. I don't think I'd even be able to look anyone in the eye. And could you? If you're being honest. See, I think we all realize that deep down inside of us, there's things that we do, ways we hurt others, and it all comes from rejecting God and His goodness. And that's the definition the Bible gives of sin. And because God is a fully good God, He has to hold us to account for that. And the Bible says that the punishment for that is judgment and death. And see, that's why Christmas is so amazing. Because that's what Jesus saves us. That's what Jesus delivers us. That's what Jesus rescues us from. All of the shame and the guilt of that YouTube clip of our life, all washed clean, all wiped clean. But not just the things we've done in the past, even the things we're doing now or the things we'll do in the present. Past, present and future, all wiped clean. All wiped clean by Jesus, the one who will deliver us from our sins. And so that's why Christmas is such a meaningful time, so much more meaningful than food or family or relaxation, as good as those things are. So much more meaningful. And see, the reason that Jesus is able to do that is because of his second name. He's given a name that's promised from long ago, and it's in verse 22 and 23. This is what it says. All of this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, this is a promise from the Old Testament, the first part of the Bible, and it's in a book called Isaiah, chapter 7, verse 14, and it promises us that God will come down to be with his people, the one who made all things. Now, enter down into creation. What a truly amazing thing that is. It's a little bit like this. Uh, I love Lego. I don't know if you like Lego. I don't know if the kids here love Lego, but I love Lego. If you go to my office at home, there's Lego all over the place. Uh, there's Lego pirate ships. Uh, there's Lego castle. There's even uh, Lego dwarfs from The Hobbit. But of all my Lego sets, that I, I love them all. But uh, this is probably my favorite one. Uh, so this is the Lego Batmobile. Um, I've got a uh, a pitch up there for those who can't see, but I love this. It's got over 3,000 pieces. It's got uh, movable tires and a steering wheel that moves it. Uh, it's got a hatch that slides. I love my uh, Lego Batmobile, and I love all my Legos, but uh, particularly this one. But imagine if somehow, imagine if first I built a whole big Lego world, a Lego world with Lego churches, Lego schools, and Lego shopping centers, with Lego, Lego pirates, Lego castles, even Lego Batman. I built the whole Lego world. And then imagine if somehow I entered down into that little Lego world. Imagine if I became somehow a little Lego person and walked around in that little Lego world and talked with the other little Lego people and ate the little Lego food and slept on the little Lego beds. Imagine how amazing that would be. And imagine how amazed the little Lego people would be to talk to me, the one who built their whole world, now entered down into it. It would be so amazing. But in a sense, 
that's what God did. The one who assembled the whole world like a Lego set, now entered down into that creation. The one who held the stars and the planets in his hand like little Lego blocks, now walking around on one of those little Lego planets. The one who designed us and has built us like little Lego people, now become one of us. See, that's what Jesus is, Emmanuel, God with us. God come down into the world. It's a truly mind-blowing, remarkable thing. But you might be thinking, well, so what? Like, it's nice to hear that that's what Christians believe. It's a nice story to hear. But ultimately, how does it impact me? So what? But see, the remarkable thing about Christmas, the remarkable thing about Emmanuel, is that God entered down into this little Lego world for you. He entered down into this world, the one who made all things, now part of that creation, for your sake. To wipe clean that YouTube clip. To take away all of the shameful, guilty things you've done. To take away all of that sense of guilt that you have from knowing, deep down inside of us, that we've rejected God and we've hurt other people. See, that's the incredible, remarkable thing about Christmas. That God came down into the world to rescue us and to save us. And that's why Christmas is so much more meaningful than any of the other meanings we might give it, as good as they are. And so then, uh, what are we to do this Christmas time? Well, we're to enjoy and we're to remember. We can enjoy it as we wake up on Christmas morning and we see all of those gifts there. We can enjoy it. We can enjoy all of the thoughtfulness that's gone into it. We can enjoy playing with the toys or eating the chocolate or reading the books. We can enjoy all of that. But as we do, we remember. We remember the true and deeper meaning of Christmas. Emmanuel, Jesus, God with us, come to rescue us from our sin. And in fact, that's why we can enjoy Christmas, even if we don't have any gifts. Because we already have the greatest gift there is, Emmanuel, Jesus. God with us, who's rescued us from our sin. And so on Christmas morning, uh, on Christmas day, when we go and see our family, when we spend time with our grandparents, when we spend time with our, our cousins and uncles and aunts and our direct family, then we can enjoy all of that. We can enjoy reminiscing about old past memories and we can enjoy creating new memories. We can enjoy all of that. But as we do, we remember the true and deeper meaning of Christmas. Emmanuel, Jesus, God with us, come to rescue us from our sins. And that's why we can enjoy Christmas even if we don't have family, even if they're stuck overseas or interstate, even if we don't have any family at all. We can still enjoy Christmas because we still have the greatest thing there is. Emmanuel, Jesus, God with us, come to rescue us from our sin. And this Christmas, we can enjoy eating all of that food, all of that good food. We can enjoy eating the delicious desserts. We can enjoy the fact that our belt buckle won't do up because we've eaten so much food. We can enjoy all of that. But as we do, we remember. We remember the true and deeper meaning of Christmas. Emmanuel, Jesus, God with us, come to rescue us from our sin. And that's why we can enjoy Christmas even if we don't have 
any special food. Even if we're sitting at home eating the same food we eat every other day, we can still enjoy Christmas because we still have the greatest thing there is. Emmanuel, Jesus, God with us, come to rescue us from our sin. And so that's why Christmas is so meaningful because it's Emmanuel, Jesus, God with us, who's rescued us from our sin. I'm going to pray and thank God for that. Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you for Christmas time. Uh, we thank you for the joy it is. And we ask that this Christmas you would help us to enjoy it. You'd help us to enjoy all of the good things we have. But we also ask you'd help us to remember. Help us to remember the true and deeper meaning to Christmas. Emmanuel, Jesus, God with us, come to save us from our sin. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.